0: to Rising
1: from the Ashes. ashes. I'm Dan Unaki Dan. And I'm um, r- Homie Romeo. How art thou, sir?
0: So today we have an interview with Starfort Command, the lunatic dolphin. Nice. And, uh, yeah, we get into a bit of Tartaria and uh, we have a little snafu audio problem in the fucking zencaster kicks me out so we we lost a little uh audio uh so normally we do 2 hours and i think we're just going to only be able to get an hour i'm going to do some editing on the extra that we do have and maybe put it out in a later podcast episode uh, but we're just going to do one episode of it for now. And we got some RFTA news today.
1: RFTA news. Yeah. Yeah. That's solid door. right there, dude. You Woo, like that? I wasn't
0: expecting that. That was good.
1: Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> <clears throat> I wanted today to talk about some stuff that's legit. Some say it's shit, this shit's legit. Some say it's she legit, and others call it mumi or mumiho. She legit. Is it too <laughs> legit to quit? It is, in fact, too legit to quit, said uh, Aristotle um, in some Greek writings. Um, I thought it was
0: M.C. Hammer that said that.
1: No, no, no. No, 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 my friend. <laughs> uh, he's simply quoting the the, the Greek philosopher. Uh,
0: uh, all right, I didn't know
1: that. <laughs> so uh, Sheila Jit, which is starting to come up to the market now. I was telling you earlier, I used to work in a, um, I used to work in a kombucha warehouse where we would make a bunch of really cool, crazy kombuchas, and we would put Sheila in our Re, which is a probiotic kombucha that's made with honey and sugar. So Jun oh. is made from honey, and kombucha is made from sugar. But ri, uh is made from honey and sugar. And we would put Shilajit in there. And that's when I was like, what is Shilajit? Um, so Shilajit, really, really old. It has been said that it's even Sumerians were using it because, um, you know, I like the mm. old herbs. Um, so let's go. Uh, shilajit, otherwise known as Mumeho or Mumi, references about. Older than 3,000 years ago, mumio was not only in Babylon, Persia, Egypt, but also in Greece and Rome and certainly in Asia. The word mumio itself is sometimes written like mumjo or uh, M-U-M-I-J-O or mumyo. Uh, it has word root probably from the Greek language, meaning uh, body preserving and... It is a name used in Western civilization as Shilajit. The Tibetans called Mumeo Bragshan uh, in translation of mountain oil. Uh, Arabian equivalent sounds kind of like Shaviz el-Adsad or Mountain Sweat they called it. Um, Ooh,
0: mountain sweat.
1: Mountain sweat. And yeah, it's it, uh, mentioned by Aristotle uh, and, and many detailed writings who researched the effects on people and recorded various applications of Shilajit um, and also in the works of his student, Alexander the Great and others. Shilajit in history of medicine. So Shilajit has long been attributed to amazing health and healing properties, thanks to which it well received a deserved recognition. There are many legends describing the incredible healing in the treatment with Shilajit. Ancient physicians such as Razes, Avicenna, Burinu, Muhammad Hussein, Davud Dev- al Antaki described the use of Shilajit and a variety of ailments, migraine, epilepsy, fractures, dislocations, polyometalism facial paralysis, poisonings, tuberculosis, ulcers, inflammatory diseases. Um, Using Shilajit as a medicine is known in Eastern medicine for more than 3,000 years, and the greatest philosopher Aristotle, still in the 4th century BC, told about the healing properties of Shilajit and how it's possible to check the quality and therapeutic properties of this drug. The treatment of Shilajit originated in the distant past and still exists in folk medicine in Tibet, India, Central Asia, Iran, and Afghanistan. Um, you have Shilajit coming up in manuscripts in ancient Greek, Arabic, Indian, and Persian, and other languages. And it basically is found in a cave. And I have a cool story about this too. Um, it was found in a cave. Uh, there was a deer. These hunters uh, shot a deer with an arrow, right? Mm-hmm. And they were like, normally that would be a pretty fatal shot, this one. But the deer just kind of gets hit by the arrow and, and runs. And so they start chasing the deer. And they can't find it. It runs into the mountains. They came back a week later and saw the same deer. And they ran to it and they got it, and it still had the arrow in its back, but it had this tar, this black waps- waxy substance. And so they entered the cave, and the hunters found the same substance in the cave um, that was around, like the deer had gone up to the cave and rubbed its wound on the Shilajit. And so the hunters go in there, they collected it, and they gave it to the king. Uh, the king ordered the wise men to study the substance, and they found out that the properties, uh, Possessed plant material that had basically seeped down into the rock and is now protruding from the cave. The scientist examined the cave and reported some black mass seeps from the cracks of the rocks. This substance is licked by animals and birds pecking, healing their diseases, especially injuries and fractures. Ferdinand ordered... To put a sentry near the cave, the entrance was laid with a large stone and opened once a year, collected the accumulated shilajit, and sent to the royal treasury. Um, Al-Khomu's Muki in 1795 describes the use of shilajit with Armenian clay, saffron, and egg yolk. It describes the detail of preparation, the different mixtures of shilajit with different broths and water bath. So this stuff is, it's just, it's old, man. And, uh, it's not a plant, but it is a culmination of plants. Crazy, right? Yeah. And, you know, just like everything else, it's, it's making its way onto the new, the health scene now. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like, it's crazy how, so do you remember that video or that song I made? It was talking about, you know, the, um, the birth of western medicine um it was basically uh during the reign of sam rockefeller um oh yeah yeah. when they when they switched the the american metals american medical association switched to petroleum-based drugs and defined all herbal medicine as scientific quackery and ever since then, yeah. it's it's kind of just been slowly, incrementally, putting herbs and medicinal plants back into um, the the you know our <laughs> into into Western medicine because that's what's been used for thousands of years. But you know, anyways, yeah, that's that's what I got today, sir. What you got?
0: Excellent, man. Uh, I gotta get some Sheila Jeet. Sheila Jeet? I have. Uh, article here from StolenHistory.org. Nice. And uh, it's dated November 5th, 2020. Uh, and the title is Jacksonville's Architect, Henry John Clutho. Who was he and did he exist? It says, it appears we might have one additional appointee of an architect in the history of the after-fire rebuilding. This time we have this gentleman named Henry John Clutho. Mr. Clutho assisted with rebuilding Jacksonville after the great fire of 1901. The fire was truly devastating and is considered to be the third worst in the history of all the great fires, which took place in the United States. Jacksonville was only topped by 1906 San Francisco and 1871 Chicago. A few facts about the Great Fire of Jacksonville. In eight hours, the fire burned 146 city blocks, destroyed more than 2,368 buildings, and left almost 10,000 residents homeless. Seven human deaths were reported. This fire appears to be a classic case similar to the one in Seattle in 1889 and a whole bunch of other ones. No need to talk about all those trees and utility poles surviving in the inferno. This article is about Henry John Clutho, lived from 1873 to 1964. Henry John Clutho was an American architect Known for his work in the prairie school style, Clutho was born in Brees, Illinois, a small Midwest town. He lived there until the age of 16 when he left for St. Louis, Missouri to study business. When he became interested in architecture, he moved to New York City to learn more and became an architect. Clutho read about the Great Fire of 1901 in the New York Times and recognized the opportunity of a lifetime. He finished his current projects in New York and quickly moved to Jacksonville. Clutho introduced himself to prominent businessmen and politicians, and within a month, he was commissioned to design the six-story Dial Up Church building, the first large structure in the barren downtown area. Other projects soon followed, including the new city hall and private homes. His contributions to the rebirth of the city were mostly ignored, except by his colleagues. Clutho lived to be 91, but had little money, making his later years difficult. Following his death, much of his work was raised or renovated. He died in 1964. There is only one photo of him that exists. Uh, This guy, that's about all of the article.
1: Remember Uh, Cluso.
0: Yeah, mostly I uh, read it just to talk about the fires and how they're prevalent in this time period Uh, because we do get a little bit into some California fires in this interview. So I just wanted to bring that up. And then um, as far as like Tartaria goes, also I guess from my – findings i have found you know uh we do ask him what tartaria is and in, in the interview but so tartaria is on maps dating back you know a while and it's this area of like the between the black sea and all the way out east to the steppes of russia part you know part of mongolia and as far as down as uh, Turkey, Anatolia. Uh, So that's the whole area of Tartaria. And from my findings, what I have found is that the 10 northern tribes of Israel, when they escaped persecution from the Assyrians in, uh, I think, circa 700 BC, uh, 6 to 700 BC, I'm not exactly sure on the exact date of that, uh, but they escaped persecution from the Assyrians and they left and went into uh, those northern lands. And like I talked about in episode three of the Genesis, the tribe of Dan kind of moved around the Black Sea and out towards France and towards Germany and towards, you know, Denmark and then eventually into Ireland. So you, you can see a projection of this Northern tribe that went, you know, Northwest through there. But there's also several other tribes like the Scythians and the Scythians were also part of the Israelite tribes. They were the tribe of, from what I have found, uh, the tribe of Ishakar. I think I have a book that also talks about this, that uh, explains them as a different Uh, Group. Uh, But what they say is, you know, I think we talked about this before with the Hebrew words. If you take out the vowels of the Hebrew uh, and just use the Hebrew, uh, what you get is the Issachar. So you get the S and the C. And then you can see that in the Scythians, Scythians. That inhabited the area between the Black Sea and the Caspian. And then later, they became known as the Skiths. And then even later, the Saxons, or the Sons of Sac, which would be the SC or the SAC. So you still get this Israelite denotion. So, the Saxons and the Anglos, we know from Dan, form the Anglo Saxon group. And these are both two Israelite tribes. So, when we talk about Tartaria, Tartaria is made up of all of these 10 northern Israelite tribes. And we're going to go into the other tribes that make up part of Tartaria later in some other episodes. Uh, but I just wanted to share that part about Tartaria and, and what it is. Um, just to drive in this point before we get into this Tartaria episode, because we hear people talk about Tartaria, and it seems more of modern America than it does ancient uh, Middle East. And so when you get into this Tartaria stuff from the Middle East perspective, you can start to see like how all these buildings came about and where they came from and where the epicenter of, you know, these building techniques were. That's why all these buildings are all over the place because as they moved and migrated out from the middle East, they were building these buildings everywhere. So you get them in America, you get them in Italy, you get them in uh, India, China, all over the place because they were going Russia. out from those different places. Russia. Yeah. Russia's a big one. So I, I remember I, I read about all these, uh, dolmens that were in, in Russia, up the coast of the black sea. So they, these are the people that were building these buildings. So how did they get the knowledge to build these Right after, you know, the Great Flood happened, you know, uh, Goblecky Tepe dates back to 10,000 B.C., Uh, supposedly right after this catastrophe had happened, uh, you already have these people coming out and building giant structures. Like, obviously, there had to be another civilization prior to this that existed in order for this knowledge to have been so readily available to these people. So that gets us into Atlantis, gets us into Lemuria, gets us into a whole list of other topics, which we will cover also in our future episodes. But I just wanted to kind of nail this point in there, and you know, what do you what do you think about all that, Roman?
1: Yeah, no, I I, I love that because a lot of the. Um, you know, the interesting aspects that people bring up about Tartaria is kind of more seems to be like American, you know. So when you, you but you you got to kind of because there's a lot of there's actual Tartarian influence in America, which is really interesting. So it makes sense, you know, that people are are researching that um, there's a lot of megalithic structures in America that are not talked about. You know, it's 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 it has to do with the whole being in America thing anyways um i i really i really love the the route you always like to go though um you know delving down into the ancient ancient histories of uh, of creation there you know we're talking about tartarian civilization it was is is big and, and it's bigger than than we know so we're just trying to unfold it all out we're trying to unfold the maps and and start asking the questions and uh And we're going to do it piece by piece. I think today's a good interview we had, and we're going to have more. We're going to get deeper down in Tartaria, bro. Let
0: let me touch a little bit more on America and how the Native Americans said that, you know, fair-skinned, blonde-haired people came here and taught them how to do the farming. And that's why when the Spanish came... They thought they were returning, and they were cordial with them, even though the Spanish were fuck pieces of shit. But they thought that they were the gods. <laughs> they were the godmen, and if we break down uh, the Twatha de Dan, they ended up calling them the day men, the demons, the daemon. It meant that they were the God men, the people of God or the people of gods or the gods. We can get into that more later, but they had a reputation already as being God men. So when they came to the Americas and taught them farming, that's how they learned how to do that stuff. That's what these Mount, the snake mound in Ohio, the serpent mound, these other different mounds, these were also mound builders. And whether or not it's the tribe of Dan or the Scythians or maybe one of the other Israelite tribes, it was one of them that had came here to the Americas and taught them these things. And even we find from DNA evidence that the origin of the Native American population in America came from that tartarian area uh so maybe they brought those people with him originally and they taught them these things and left them there and then after you know other things happened they you know they never just they just maybe they just didn't come back or they set up colonies here to and taught people farming and they they were gone for so long they they kind of just forgot about who they were and they became stories and legends and stuff like that. But it's possible that these buildings that we see in America that people call Tartarian buildings actually existed in the B.C. times and they were later... uh, Re-inhabited. Yeah, English came here. They took them over again because what you have in history is this... The, you know Romans occupy this building and they demolish part of it and rebuild on top of it. They keep rebuilding on top of these other buildings because of the the energy that's already located in there. They kind of destroy them and then reclaim them. And what you get and uh, when we get into boxaga, which is really interesting, what you see is this uh, pagan system that existed all over the world before Christianity. And because they knew that the pagans or because they knew that the Christians were coming to destroy them and get rid of all this pagan knowledge, they purposely buried these buildings. They buried these sites so that way the Christians couldn't get their hands on them and destroy the the knowledge and everything. So yeah, when they I, talk I about I, how Gobleki Tepe was buried, why was it buried? It was buried to hide it from the Christians who they knew were going to come and just destroy everything that they have worked on. And it's almost acted as a time capsule for us. So now that when we find it, we can uncover our old history. And that's what a lot of what we're going to be trying to get to the bottom of on here through other stories and other Uh, you know, interpretations of, you know, Anunnaki, Tartaria, you know, the flat earth paradigm, and how all these other things interweave and work together. And we're going to weed out the ones that don't and try to bring in the ones that do to try to fit what our actual history uh, is, you know, and I think Tartaria is a good stepping stone to get there.
1: Yes. I wanted to touch up one thing because I really, you said um, that the, I, w- I was unsure whether you were saying that the white skin, blonde hair people came over and were the mountain builders because to my understanding, the mountain builders were in South America as well as North America and they were um aligned to constellations as well as being burial burials for like their shamans or their leaders that they and that's where they find like 8 foot tall skeletons in the bottoms of the mounds
0: right so that would make it these uh tartarian people were the, the tall uh yeah giant people and yeah, they interesting can, yeah they used america and south america such as the amazon as places to harvest, like crop, like grow uh, commodities and mine stuff so that way they could have stuff for the trade. There was a huge trade network in ancient times that people are kind of unaware of. Yeah, They have found mummies with cocaine and tobacco from America in their hair follicles. So there was trade going on with America and South America in the BC times, even though people don't want to acknowledge that it existed a long time ago. There's this one book, uh, by Gavin Mindy's called Atlantis. And in that book, he talks about, uh, the cocaine mummies and everything. He also talks about, they go to Crete and they knock down some walls in Crete and they find this uh big relief of ships that they had and this relief dates back to 2500 BC and they have giant fucking boats that carry like 40 people on each side with oars and they have all these different sizes of different sized ships already in 2500 BC when most people think that ships are you know and and Traveling the world was uh, a totally new concept, you know. For the for the Spanish or whatever, people were already traveling the world in ships a long, long time ago. This was I don't they see any reason why.
1: The- yeah, yeah, I don't see any reason why the humans rivers. wouldn't try getting on the water as soon as possible. You know, like you're living, right? You're, yeah. you, you, people are getting on the water at asap. Like you know, figuring that
0: River, out rivers. Rivers, rivers were natural freeways, and so they would build boats and they would go down these rivers and they'd end up in new lands and new territories. And when Atlantis existed, they used uh, North America and South America to kind of harvest get all these goods so that they could trade them with uh, other people in the other areas and and also this was a form of indoctrination because if they had the goods to bring to them then they could keep them you know w- coming back for more and and get them into the system of trade and that connects into the silk road the chinese silk road that goes back you know way long time ago so uh, there's there's a lot there, and we're going to try to break into that and, and pull some of that knowledge out. Uh, Box Saga has a lot of information about the uh, trade network and what was going on in uh, BC times.
1: What was uh, some of the most highly traded uh, items talked about in, uh, in the Box Saga?
0: is uh, cra- a lot of
1: craftsmanship,
0: a lot of, like, uh, blankets and uh, I guess like uh, the the Norse people were very skilled in and weaving and they would make blankets and uh, other other type of craft type goods like that yeah
1: <laughs> all right well that was RFTA news there you go you have it right there get ready for the, the hottest interview on the block.
0: All right, everybody, welcome to Rising from the Ashes. I'm Danny Naki Dan.
1: And I am the Homie Romy. What's happening?
0: We're here today with the Lunatic Dolphin from Star- Golden Gate Starfort Command.
2: What's up? What's up? How's it Get going, up, man? Doing, guys? I'm good. As good as I can be, living, breathing, How's surviving. life? How's
0: life in Tartarian, San Francisco? um
2: (laughs) it seems like uh it's opening up a little bit more yeah man um maybe a little more freedom going on but uh there's starting to be more traffic it was nice there wasn't that much traffic yeah Um, kind of felt like felt like how it was in the 90s or something and uh now they're starting to be traffic again, and if I, <laughs> that sucks.
0: Uh, so, so you just started your own YouTube channel, huh? Yeah, like literally last
1: week or some shit. Yeah, man. it is awesome. I love, I love your, I love your videos, man. They're they're very artful, and the music is calming, and it's a it's a lot of lot of sweet, serene footage.
2: Awesome, thanks. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much the vibe we we're going for on that one. Uh, but you know, it's like an intro video. You know, like yeah, got to start somewhere, and exactly and that's pretty much you know, you know, we got like a million episodes in the works. You know, oh, like yeah. everyone
0: else. So you know, where, but, so where uh, because your first few videos are all about uh, it looks like old relic videos that you found uh, of like what era is that that we're watching? Um. Well, the
2: footage. The footage is all from the 1915 Pan Pacific Expo in SF. Okay, but I guess so. The the one that's called the Innocent Fair, it's like 25 minutes long. Yeah. That one, I guess they found that footage in some antique store in Tiburon, which is like a really rich neighborhood in the Bay Area. It's like uh, Marin, mm-hmm. you know, in that zone. It's kind of on an island and uh, i guess they found the, the footage and and so spli- they spliced it together i think it was in 1962 it said like abc local abc channel or whatever they put that together as some kind of propaganda what <laughs> for the the fair you know mm-hmm.
1: to to kind of uh, twist the
2: information on it or well i mean i don't I, I don't know i mean that's pretty much the narrative we have you know um it's twisted in their way you know I don't know why it popped up in 1962, I guess is what I mean, is what I mean to say, Uh, Hmm. you know, why, why the story of the, the found footage, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's just an interesting part of the story as well.
0: So where, where do you plan to take this YouTube channel in in the future?
2: We have lots of, uh, lots, lots of ideas. Um, We're going to do like have guests or whatever and do like kind of episodes with guests and uh we should, we'll have you guys on, oh, on yeah, yeah. Two, so you're gonna you so know, yeah, oh,
0: yeah. kind of like a live podcast tartaria episodes on the channel
2: yeah we're gonna do uh yeah we'll do ones like that and then um you know just uh we'll we're gonna do videos just on our different ideas and and theories of you know what the fuck is going on and what the fuck happened and uh uh, we we definitely plan on doing deep dives into like the controllers, you know, the, all the guys in the for eight, late 1800s, early 1900s, you know, and they, they overlap all over the place, all over the country and all over the world. Like, it's the same fucking guys, pretty much, you know? Yeah. The cedars of and that's, what we're gonna, that's what we're totally yeah, and that That's what we're going to be trying to
1: tell mostly, you know? Connecting so, the threads of, of people who have been a part of the, the programming for a long time. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And just like digging into like, you know, what, who the hell, who the hell they are, who the hell they were and what they said they did, you know? Well, that's the Lord's work right there, brother.
1: Thank you. very much.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, basically why the reason why, like, so like I started like looking at, looking in and, and San Francisco, like, well, the, well, should back up like what really got me with like Tartari and mud flood was when i saw john levi's san francisco videos and like you know like realize that you know it's right there in front of me and it has been my whole fucking life you know yeah yeah and, all of us too. like from that day forward like everything clicked in sf you know and like it, it, it was everything was just right there like anywhere I go or whatever there's mud flood or like some crazy building that has some really weird history, (laughs) you know?
0: Yeah, man. Uh, so for, for, for the people at home that don't know that don't know what Tartaria even is, can you uh, explain to us a little bit just what the idea of Tartaria is or?
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different (laughs) ideas of what Tartaria is. Um, and that we could be here all night uh, <laughs> discussing those. Um, and yeah. And uh, hey, fucking, I'd love, I'd love to do that, you know, but I think, you know, it's kind of like, it, basically there was great civilization previous to ours, at least one, in my opinion. And I, you know, Tartaria is kind of like the, for me, it's kind of the blanket term for like this civilization that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm was destroyed you know who and i don't know you know if, i can't say for sure who the hell it was you know <laughs> but tartaria works for me and and you know if that's what it was killer
0: <laughs> well where does the you name tar- tartaria come from oh, the, oh
2: okay well so um there's a bunch of old maps that have like the country of tartary or tartaria mm-hmm, mm-hmm in it uh, and it's it's usually located like in soviet union zone you know like up in that area around the black and sea it, between the cast really big sometimes it's, go ahead yeah like i think mongolia is kind of part of it yeah. you know, like you know genghis khan there's like origin or you know original <laughs> in quotations paintings of him is like a white dude with red hair you know <laughs> The thing that gets it is, like, this architecture that is around the world, like, everywhere, and that is the exact same. Like, the histories that were told about them all are, like, falling in the same time frame of, like, late 1800s, early 1900s, like, across the world, Mm -hmm. you know? So there was definitely a, a civilization that was living on all the continents that we live on now you know that was one civilization
1: do you um, believe that uh yeah there are stacked civilizations
2: yeah totally I, I I wouldn't be surprised if there's been a million civilizations before ours you know what I mean like and they just yeah and just and I mean yeah I mean how would we know like with the, the deepest man's ever forward into the earth is like eight miles or something like that you know what i mean yeah the russians you could fucking, you could hike that in one fucking day that like that's wouldn't even yeah. make a cut on your skin i say a million because at this point like nothing would nothing surprised me so like a million sure it wouldn't surprise me It wouldn't surprise me if you just kept going, you'd just fucking keep passing brick after brick after brick after brick. brick, You know, the same shit. You'd never end. I mean, who knows how big this thing is we live on. What do you
0: think the significance of those red bricks are? Because we did an episode uh, a while back, and Roman was talking about how they found technology in the red brick bricks right roman
1: um not necessarily technology in the red bricks but the red bricks and stone in general is used as the as as storing energy so there was a study that came out in 2019 where um some researchers were uh hooking different conductive metals up to red bricks and then they found out that red bricks can be store energy like a battery um specifically red brick specifically and that to me, which wasn't connected to a Tartarian thing, I just found the, you know, how you find stuff randomly, like the synchronicity of, like, I don't know how this article yeah, I mean, came to be, you know? That's but, how
2: all this shit comes about. <laughs> it's so
1: wild, but that's the synchronicities yeah. that, that the, you know, like uh, on a wooey level, the universe will like kind of guide it to you in your daily path where you get to connect the thread, right? And yeah, for and me, it was you know, like, that's the clue. It's so crazy. So, yeah. So, and then I sent Danny boy a um, video the other day of this. Oh, man, I'm blanking on his name. But they were rubbing um, like a, a, a glass on the wall like the stone wall, oh, yeah, and like there, that. there was a sound reverberating off of it. So, you know, when you go into architecture and this, this type of civilization, the Tartarian civilization, um, and their, their style of architecture and then what we maybe know that they were all about ether energy and stuff like that. What these materials, these, these conductive, very specially made materials, what, what do you think like these purposes served with their architecture? Well,
2: if they were harnessing the ether energy, you know, like it, which is pretty much ac- accepted in the you know Tartarian community across all the little sects. Sure. So if they're if they're getting the energy out of the ether, they need to you know like somehow they need to store like the it needs to go somewhere, and it makes perfect sense that brick you know can be used as a battery to hold power because. <laughs> All this shit is made of brick. And I'm sure if they tested different stones, you know, it's just not just red brick, but but there's a shit ton of red brick buildings out there. You know what I mean? And it makes perfect sense. It's its own self-sustained power source, you know? And if you start getting into the Circuit City or the Circuit Board City shit, Th- that totally connects to that because then, you know, that all the buildings are connected together. You know, it's a city connected on free power. You know what I mean? Now, I, told, I, I, I believe that shit for sure. So what
0: about these more like ancient monuments? Is that part of Tartaria too? The You know, the 100-ton stone bricks? Or is it just the red brick stuff? Um, I don't know.
2: I think some of those larger brick structures could be possibly left over from like a past, a past, past civilization. And it has just been weathered to shit or um, it's all the same. It's just like a different like style, uh, you know, in the, in the region, you know, I should, I shouldn't say that Tartary was like a one world thing because there, I think there definitely was different factions or whatever, you know what I mean? I think I said earlier that
1: it's a blanket statement, like like a blanket term. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: like, yeah, like you know, there's Tartarians, there's Atlanteans, there's Lemurians, there's
0: there's Moors, you know, whatever. So you don't believe that they're all part of the same thing? You think they were different?
2: I can't. I don't know for sure. I haven't looked that hard at, like,
0: these old Eastern
2: Europe or, you know, Middle Eastern – uh, buildings. So I've been like digging in just on the shit that's right in front of me, mainly. So yeah, I, I think it could be multiple uh, civilizations, um, non-Tartarian civilization, I guess.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Shit, man. <laughs> Sorry for the shitty answer on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so when you were saying, I kind of, I kind of vibe with the same thing of like tartaria being kind of like a blanket term for maybe a a civilization or uh, a, a way of living like there was just this way that was different than maybe the rest of the world or like there was this new kind of uh, a way way of living or it was the way of living and the new kind of living, way of living was um, the monotheistic the capitalistic the type of you know the the way that we see life today that has suppressed the history and style that is the tartarian culture or whatever this, getting free energy from the atmosphere which is very prevalent in all physics and everything that exists but we aren't doing it because we need to work for our energy because that's just the way it is for me when it's like you say terry or whatever it's like i'm just like oh you mean people who like actually cared for their community and (laughs) it's like you know it's all about love and fucking free energy like what the
2: Yeah, I mean, it's like they definitely had free energy and people who've made videos about what it was like before, you know, they make it seem like it was a a peace loving civilization, you know, and yeah, if the architecture shows for like, the vibe of the civilization, then that definitely makes sense that like, they were on a killer level, you know what I mean? Cause look at the shit we build now, like giant rectangles with mirrors all over them. And that blind you up and look at them from the sun, you know, like it's a representation of the culture for sure. And our current civilization inherited that civilization called it theirs. You know what I mean? We can't even build shit like that. You know, like we just don't do like, why did we stop fucking building shit like that? Like who, who made that decision? You know what I mean? Like, Hey, let's stop fucking building these epic buildings that we can build in like six months or two years or whatever. You know what I mean? The stories are always completely false. You couldn't even get permits to do a building now in two years. You know what I mean? Like, and imagine trying to do it with a fucking horse and buggy. You know what I mean? Like dirt roads. Like these guys don't even have bulldozers. Like how do you build a gigantic gothic cathedral with like
0: stained glass, 300 feet in the air. You know what I mean? So <laughs> do you think that yeah, these were, yeah. do you think that these were originally churches or that they were taken over and made into churches after the fact?
2: There you go. Definitely made. They were definitely made into churches. I think they were used as like a healing center, kind of like, I think they were probably like spiritual centers or, you know, maybe that, you know, that was, they were hospitals, you know what I mean? Like that's how they healed back then. And um, there's a whole thing about that, you know, that gets you into the pipe organ shit I mean, th- that's another thing that no one can make anymore. They, they No one can make, make or fix these gigantic pipe organs. There's ones that have like th- a thousand pipes. You know what I mean? They're called an organ for a reason. You know, it's for your organs. It's organic, you know, the sound, it's healing. And a bunch of these, a uh, bunch of the churches and shit, they have like, you know, openings around the top that like come up, like kind of. They say, like, you know, it's like a, an airflow, or whatever, but it's basically like speakers, you know, like if uh, when they play the organ, it projects out of the building and resonates. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like instead of 5G microwave, they had like this healing organ music just resonating, <laughs> you know, in this <laughs> harmonious key that just uh, made you feel killer.
0: So here's an interesting thing. Like, so, We know that ancient peoples would use music like shamans and stuff would use music in their rituals and in their trances. And so do you think maybe this was like an evolution, like a a step up from just, you know, banging a drum, they were able to harness this new technology, which was put into a building. So that way they could resonate everybody around it. And, and, maybe heal or or just make people feel good or or was it just used for maybe religious purposes or was it something that they did to just create happy equilibrium within the community
2: i think it was they did it because they were just fucking killer people you know what i mean all all that you know all this sound frequency been suppressed you know forever and It's actually, you know, recently starting to like be treated in the hospital or whatever. You know what I mean? Like these people were smart. Like they were, they were, I mean, I guess this goes back in the old question. Yeah. They were a peace loving people. You know, they cared about each other. You know, they, they were in harmony with each other and, you know, were looking out for each other. You know what I mean? Like they weren't just fighting over stupid shit on someone's comments.
1: (laughs) It seems like. Now that science has said uh, music can actually heal organs, it can it can it can affect you on a physiological level, right? It's and yeah, and, oh, definitely. Uh, it seems like if these places were hospitals, or you know the the style of healing, like the healing modalities, why have they all like they seem like they're upside down? They're flipped now. So the radiation uh, is is negative on us as opposed to back when it used to be. You know vibes sent out through the atmosphere were good and healing is all about toxifying your body as opposed to healing it it's like all upside down and flip what's up with that yeah
2: well the the winners of the last reset you know uh these guys who are current our current controllers in my opinion they they aren't cool i think the possibility of a a war causing a lot of these uh uh melted shit and whatever is pro is pretty big just based on our current like history of in the last sixty years is like like missiles blowing up old We love Tartarian war.
1: buildings.
2: Yeah, we love war. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that could be a good possibility, but these motherfuckers who are controlling us, they they're profiteering like off us, you know? And so they've turned the hospital in into church where you give them money and then they invent hospitals where you have to pay them exorbitant amounts of money to get treatment and et cetera, et cetera. You know, like these are greedy ass, fucking filthy motherfuckers.
1: Oh, it's so and, bad.
2: you know, they, and, you know, they took some sh- cool ass shit that was going on and wiped them out and became mega billionaires in this sicko world. And here we are. You know what I mean? Evil energies, yo. Yeah, I mean, and and that's the thing too is, and they've they know about this technology, and they've known about this technology.
1: Even, that's you know, probably fucking, why they took it out is because it was intimidating, and they they needed to suppress it.
2: Sure, or that you know they used it in, in for war instead of in peace. You know what I mean? And they've they've had this technology, and they've been suppressing it from us. You know, and like it's like in PG and E or the power companies. Dude, I guarantee they're getting free energy from the ether and putting it in their little battery chargers and then charging all of us for it. And it's 100% profit. You know what I mean? Just to go off on a, a tangent. But, you know, the, the fires and, and Cali and the recent ones, they blamed all on PG&E, you know, whatever. And just made it made me think someone's trying to take PG&E out and get in. You know what I mean? It's like it's free money. It's free money. They're in the free money business. Yeah, yeah, with water like all, as well. You with know, it's like all free? the free, the free. Yeah, the water, the water is exactly the same. Charging us for water. I mean, like you know, there's evidence all over the world of water fountains just on the streets. You know, we used Why? to have water fountains when we were kids. Like, and we don't even get that shit no more. <laughs> um, COVID. Yeah, it's fucked. They really fucked us, dude. These motherfuckers really fucked us. <laughs>
1: tell you that (laughs) yeah dude (laughs) we've been screwed yeah we've been screwed Um, a long time (laughs) but it's all good uh
0: so Um, talk to us a little bit more about what other uh are there other technologies associated with tartaria besides just um like the cathedrals and the organs and free energy um i
2: mean there's definitely like flying machines you know uh, the the balloons, the ze Zepp, the Zeppelins. You know, do you know how people, they were? How people they think were that was back engineered. It's just like air. You know, if you if you're lighter than air, you're gonna float. You know, so you can put the hot air in the balloon and you float. That's all. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sick. I forget exactly how can Zeppelins work,
0: but it's a long it's along that shit. You know, they the the Zeppelins would dock at the top of these cathedrals right that's what yeah. the, like the cross at the top actually was was like a docking station for like there's there's some
2: uh, yeah there's fucking tons of pictures of zeppelins parked on the top of skyscrapers like just pulled up parallel parks <laughs> no sticking in a thing that there's pictures uh, even uh, uh people boarding on the top from the tops of the buildings onto the the zeppelins from there you know what i mean um I can't remember how Zeppelins worked, though. <laughs> I'm too, like my fucking evolved monkey brain didn't keep that <laughs> information. <laughs> but it was definitely all free. You know, the, the, the whole Lindenberg. I mean, if you look up Zeppelins, there was that, like, Zeppelins, and you'd never know, like, that they were going, like, back in the early 1900s all the time, all over the place, everywhere. Somewhere along the line, you know, they got taken out, and they did this whole false flag Zeppelin crash, you know. And somehow all these people filmed, you know what I mean. And that was that was the end of the, end of the Zeppelin. Sort of like the Titanic scenario too. Yeah, and and you know a lot of people believe that the Titanic was actually like was a found ship, like found technology, found you know leftover ship, mm, and then yeah. they sunk it on yeah. purpose
0: to try That's- to bury bury the fact that it was a found technology
2: um i think it could be two different ways and one is i think it could be either the whole the banker thing where they you know uh have Probably. you guys have you guys heard about heard about this at all or so like there's all the world bankers on the titanic who died mm-hmm. you know and i i think it was chase chase who like last minute got off the boat, you know what I mean? It's like, Oh, someone got in memo, you know what I mean? Convenient. And so, yeah, I think that's totally probably hundred percent, you know, I think the Titanic is fucking funny because seeking on purpose, they knew it was going to sink or crash because they hadn't an idea Mm -hmm. how to drive it. You know what I mean? Uh, Oh, (laughs) that's hilarious. We'll just send them out there and they're going to crash and die somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) You Know the captain's the only one who knows they are who knows where the so, um, I think that's a funny story, and um, I'm still riled. Right. on <laughs> but there's tons of other footage of like, um, uh, early 1900s foot uh, film footage of people like driving cars and shit hella crazy. Like, um, have you guys seen that uh, video of Market Street in San Francisco? It's like from a day or two before the 1906 quake, have you yeah. guys seen that video? No, uh, no, you, no. Should, you should look at if it, if anyone you know listening ha- hasn't seen it, and you guys should look it up. Like I think Michelle Gibson, she has it. She's on her awesome. Channel.
1: Her channel rules, is really, yeah. really good.
2: She's really cool. Really interesting stuff. It um, this video, I, I mean, I, I think it's. I, I don't know how long the actual video is, but Market Street is like it's a long main street. It's like the main street of San Francisco, you know, and it it goes pretty much through the whole, the whole town. And um, the video is like from a front of a trolley car and it's just going, it's just going down market street towards it's heading East down market street, like towards downtown and like the ferry building. And it is nothing but fucking absolute chaos on the streets, between cars, horse and buggies, and streetcars, and people and kids on bikes, like it's absolute <laughs> fucking chaos. Like forty-five people come in inch with inches of their lives, you know, within this like five minutes. Like dudes. Like there's just like you're you're just cruising along and you'll get and like they get totally cut off by a horse and buggy who's going across two train track lines and cuts off another train and like no one's stopping or slowing down. Yeah, it's I, ha- I going, have seen that video. Are those are those train tracks or are those yeah. for the trolley? I think it was a streetcar at that point, so they weren't horse drawn. Like originally, they were horse drawn, like cable oh, cars, okay. you know on on oh, track all right i think i think they were on on tracks or maybe they were, weren't on tracks and then w- once they they switched over to like the electrical streetcar or, oh, or whatever the electric- yeah there's also there's also like uh street cars that look like they're crossing in in front of the video that are on no tracks yeah. at all you know like it's just it's just weird and and you know for anyone, just watch that, and just and for me to 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 bring it back, it's like it looks like a lot of people who don't know what the fuck they're doing with this it's technology. Almost as if you know I
1: mean? The town got it, like, like there was there was an influx of people into a bunch of shit that was already there, and they didn't. They were just figuring yeah, out was, how to do it.
2: <laughs> none of them. For it's just pandemonium. No one knows how to drive a car. <laughs> you know they can do the horse and buggy, but the. They're insane with them like trying to cut off a trolley car and, you know, and they will be like kids on a bicycle, like riding in front of it and like stopping and waving. There's another funny story about people, about uh, people not knowing how to use a technology on nice. top of that market street. So, and it's in that innocent fair video that I posted and it's when they're talking about, uh, so there's two different like pilot daredevils they have in the video, but they, they, Crunch them together so like it seems like it's the same person, but the first guy they show, he's daredeviling around, and the and the narrator just nonchalantly goes, during one of his stunts, he crashes into the Golden Gate and dies. The motherfucker was like flying the plane around as in that part of the, for the expo, crashed into the side of the mountain, uh, you know what I mean, and died like during the expo. Like during his demo, wow! Like and so you know, that's just uh, it made me think. You know, this she's just up there winging it, just going for it. You know, and you can crash in the side. Yeah,
0: like, I remember that part of the video. She was like, yeah. "Oh, he's got uh, like fireworks coming out the side, and he is doing loopy loops, yeah, dude, shit like that with
2: like these blazing fire wings." I mean, totally. I mean, that doesn't even look like a plant. Like a no, a it didn't regular look like a plant plan at all. Like, Dude, I mean, and who in their fucking right mind would do that if, if they, you know, didn't know, think it was safe or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, dude, <laughs>
0: nineteen
2: fifteen, yeah, let's just throw you up there in a giant fireball and can do loop de loops and spindy spins and land it. Killer, <laughs> uh, uh, that dude, that guy survived, but the, the other dude smashed into the fucking side of the presidio. Oh. Dang, but anyways, yeah, that's that. It's just funny to me. It seems like a lot of a lot of this early footage and shit is people just not knowing how to use this tech yet.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to ask because I think it might tie into this. All this the timeline that gets brought up a lot about the last mud flood was 1850, right? It's hard to everything before 1850 was potentially. It's all like fabricated with a bunch of symbolism and stuff. Um, y'all know about the orphan trains, um, yeah, yeah, and sure. ho- heard about the urban tra- orphan trains. So, like, maybe yeah. you know they they worked on before the 1850. If there was a war, or a cataclysm of sorts that was either constructed or created by the force that was taking out the Tartarians, right? And like 1850 was the year potentially that that they're like, all right, Tartarians done, we win. Let's start writing shit you know, most of the population's wiped out, but we have all these slaves and these kids that we've been kidnapping forever. And by the time, you know, it becomes like 20, 30 years later, they're already, you know, grown up or these kids are having kids or the their parent, they made them, they made the kids have kids. The orphans ha- have families. So then they were like just dumb families all altogether. And then they just said, here, go to these cities. And I don't know yeah. please. If, now if you know anything about orphan I mean, trains, please take it away. No, I do. Um, orphan trains are, are like
2: actually a, a real, like a mainstream thing. It's a, they're a real thing. Um,
1: they're documented. It's, you it's can, like you can uh, look up articles of. Orphan yeah. Train. You can find,
2: yeah. yeah, dude, there's on YouTube, there's PBS documentaries about uh, orphan trains. There's a cover story for it, but to answer your question and, and, and to tie in the orphan trains, like, um, yeah, I think 1850. That was or is 1851 or whatever. The the year of the first expo mm-hmm. is is like when our timeline starts 1850 or whatever. You know what I mean? Our yeah. timeline and in the grand scheme of actual time, like who knows, like when that actually was. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's it's a, lo- a long time um, ago. Probably. I think that <laughs> yeah. Funny. I mean, well. I mean, who knows? Like, so I, you know, they were, they were working on this for a while. And like the narrative went public, say like in 1851, but like there's evidence. And I mean, this is all like so what, what they say in the video, in the mainstream videos is that like in England and Ireland, people were asked to like give up their children and I, I can't quite remember the reason why there there's a reason like so people were giving up their children and they were being shipped off. And like England or Ireland's, I think Mind Unveiled, that video channel, they had a thing on it like they showed something of like 250,000 kids and teenagers and whoever else to Australia in like 1850. You know what I mean? Like that's re- that's called repopulation. You know what I mean? And the orphan trains and whoever else they carry, you know, the controllers and the indoctrinators, like they were sent everywhere. Every single city that has been, you know, founded, period, has been been filled with orphan train. So (laughs) are you aware
0: of like Ross Ben and Mike Wan? Um, I know Ross Ban well, I don't know, but because they talk about Ross Ben, they talk (laughs) about how all the cities are kind of laid out purposely in these grids to get energy of some sort, or they're harnessing the energy by the way the city is, is kind of laid out. And I wonder if that kind of plays into anything about Tartaria, because it almost seems like it's uh, it's at the beginning of these foundations of like Philadelphia, which is what mostly Ross Ben is talking about. And, and Michael Juan, he's talking about the Susquehanna river, which almost ties right into there too. And then, so you're looking at the foundation of all these cities, maybe being purposely done for this other purpose other than what we were told. And if you look into other cities around the the United States, they all kind of have like this somewhat, similar structure or setup so i was just curious if maybe especially
1: coastal cities too
0: yeah
2: yeah no doubt yeah totally no doubt dude a thousand percent these cities are all built on it's all graded uh like a circuit Mm -hmm. board the the cities are set up like circuit boards and freaking computer and they and that's how they uh act to, you know together that's how they're harnessing this energy between each other and and all the shit they're doing you know what i mean it's all yeah. Connected. some are
0: laid out like pentagrams or sacred geometry patterns and stuff Key and drones. i think most most of the time oh, for people sure. kind of attribute that to the freemasons yeah when you boil down like you know
2: who the controllers are those guys fucking check a lot of boxes you know what i mean And the the, the name says it all, Free Mason, you know, Free Bricks. It's free. It was free. Free Buildings. It was fucking free. Name says it all. Like, those motherfuckers are top of the list controllers, 100%, you know what I mean? You know, who are the profiteers of all this shit? These people, you know, they're gods. They're legends, you know what I mean? They're the founders. uh, Do they have
0: anything to do, you think, with the Nephilim? I have,
2: uh, I don't know, man. I have no idea, but well, I'm sure there's 33 reasons, like, and why they might be. I don't know. <laughs> 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 I don't know much, you know. Like, I'm not that versed on okay. Nephilim
0: shit. How About uh, so what do you think the function of these star forts are, or what are these star fort? Well, I, I, I mean, they're definitely
2: important sites of some kind, no matter what, you know what I mean? Like they're like, there's some incredibly beautiful ones and, you know, intricate and just amazing. I, I mean, they were, I, I'm not sure exactly what, what they were, but they were definitely an important sites for the civilization for sure. Um, and I actually just seen, I haven't watched it yet. And I don't know if it's premiered yet, or it probably will by the time this comes out, but uh, there's a YouTube channel, Black Sheep. He's either putting out a video or he just did a video saying that star forts were built to protect against the mud flood. That sounds oh, pretty fucking interesting. Interesting, interesting so to me. Like no, the
0: mud flood was coming um, and they built these things to help protect them against it. Sort of like a Sodom and Gomorrah type of deal going on here.
1: <laughs> um, Interesting. Sounds yeah, like I it. That.
2: Let me find his who the channel is, so I don't.
1: Uh, Another great flood warned before. I dark. haven't watched
2: it yet, but I mean the, the idea fucking sounds pretty awesome. The black sheep researcher—that's his name. Have Amazing. you seen you know the I mean?
0: exploring Tartaria videos on YouTube? She, uh, yeah, I think it's a girl. It has a girl voiceover anyway. Uh, they talk a lot about they think that Tartaria was the thousand years of the rule of Jesus and the saints. And that's kind of the idea that she rolls with, which I think is pretty interesting. It's a different take on uh, the Tartaria situation than what I've heard from other people that, you know, brings up the different sects of the Tartaria uh, kind of community. There's lots of different theories out there, but they all hold pretty much the same values of what Tartaria actually is? Yeah, yeah I mean,
2: totally. Um, there's definitely different uh, clicks, you know. There, there's, you know, Jesus has infiltrated every goddamn and subculture in the world. So of course, we have a Jesus click, uh, you know, of the Tartaria mud flood, you know, the thousand year rain, and and that shit is actually like pretty interesting, you know. Like, I've been anti-religious, not give a fuck my whole life, you know what I mean? And for me. To watch and there's a uh there's a handful of other people who who put out some good videos
0: yeah um, i really like mine unveiled mine unveiled fucking, has been one of my favorite people to watch
2: yeah mine unveiled is great but like the jesus shit, like for me to watch a video about like a jesus thousand a, a thousand year ram millennial reign or whatever you know what i mean like then you know it it's makes sense you know the mining Ancient mine. I think mining is a huge part of this whole story. Um, and there's a click, you know, there's yes. a, the mining click. And, um, I, I really like the mining shit. I, I know firsthand just from looking into California history and shit, like 80% of what was mined in California, 80% of all the mining done was done with hydraulic mining water mining that's when they spray they have these high pressure hoses that they've literally shoot against a mountain and drain it through sluices and then wow wow, the tailings form another mountain behind them and they just you know they just go mountain to mountain but they literally went mountain to mountain (laughs) and there's pictures that uh, i I probably put like five pictures the f- the first video we did, but I mean, they, they were doing this all over the West, you know what I mean? And I think for sure, like the guys who went to the grand Canyon, you know, who I forget their names, like, uh, the guys who discovered it on their fucking mission, Luther like, those, you know, and they weren't, they, no, it it was some different dudes. Uh, I can't remember their names. Um, But there's no scientists among them. They were just like whatever, artists or whatever. In my opinion, they're clearly surveyors. And I I think that the winners or the finders of this reset found many a maps and many a survey map. And I think that's how they knew where to go, where there is going to be gigantic cities probably still sticking out of the mud. And where all where to mine? Sur- uh, survey maps to mine, you know. And so these these so like at the same time. So this is you know not according to official history. In my opinion, those guys and the guys uh, out here in California, like John C. Fremont, all these all the gold baron, all these robber baron motherfuckers, all these guys who profiteered hugely off the gold rush. I think that they were here in California at the same time they were in the Grand Canyon zone and they were mining the fuck out of both of them. And they, they mined Grand Canyon so hard. Like that's what it is now. And they mine California so hard that they've, they got all the gold. And then, then they set off the gold rush. Then it was a gold rush after they already had had maps of the cities and mapped these cities and like stake claim to like, all right, this motherfucking cathedral is my house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is my house. You know, they did all that shit. They mined all the shit they had and all the gold. Then they set off the gold rush. Then there is this great expanse west. You know what I mean? Like, there's pictures of San Francisco in 1860 and just built out like a motherfucker. You know what I mean? It makes absolutely no sense. Period. It was founded in 1849. Like, it wasn't even a state... So 1850 or whatever you know what i mean like gold mine the, if these gold miners were gold mining dude, they weren't building gothic cathedrals it's one or the other like these guys need to pick one story or the other a lot of like a lot of these guys the free bricks guys fucking the ones out here they were like grocers during the gold rush you know what i mean like they made their riches during the gold rush as a grocer and then in in 1860 they decided to you know go in with these other guys and start the Pacific Railroad, you know? Like all these histories keep fucking saying over and over again.
1: Yo, um, so I okay. Do you have a theory on people that potentially either set the mud flood or knew the mud flood was coming? Where they hid or how they hid potentially like either up high or down inside?
2: In my opinion, if it was a war like It wasn't necessarily, it was like a back and forth thing. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't just like this, Hey, we're fucking taking over your shit. It's like, we're shooting direct energy weapons into your largest building, the center of your city. And then that melts the entire circuit board of the city and explosions, earthquakes, liquefaction, mud flood, Fucking death and destruction. Then these, you know the you know the winners, the winners of the war, then built stairs up to windows of these buildings and started calling them doors. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So there's there there's that side of it. Uh, Mainly, what I was trying to, I guess, I was beating around the bush a little bit. I really was thinking about: Do you think people? Be living on the inside of earth maybe caverns oh, okay within, yeah yeah you know what i mean like some hollow no, earth, yeah. mud flood shit
2: no for sure okay yeah i was i was overthinking that question absolutely i mean they're definitely hiding underground and somewhere above ground somewhere who knows maybe they jumped off to a different realm or maybe I they came it. from a, maybe they yeah. came from another realm within our realm you know that that start that opens a whole that, fucking that's can of worms.
1: We can. Uh, go Have out you guys seen too. the the televo the the television series Fringe? Have you guys seen Fringe? That show? Yeah, I do. Yeah, um, that show was really really good actually because I rewatched it like last month or two months ago. And it's all about an MK Ultra scientist, right? First off, they get this crazy yeah. guy <laughs> and all of the stories that he tells, he's like, yeah, we were literally giving nine-year-olds LSD, large, massive amounts of LSD. Like they're saying this. And it's like, this was filmed back in 2010 when MK Ultra was, I mean, it's it's barely come to surface now, I feel like, but it was even way under the shit back then but there's a, a little bit in the second season when they finally split the door to the other dimension and that you mm. you reminded me of it earlier when you were talking about zeppelins because when the door to the other dimension what they made it look like when it's the same timeline but it's another dimension another side it's there's a big zeppelins floating around everywhere and it's kind of like these big taller buildings and but everything yeah. is relatively the same and i was like yo because of predictive programming of like, you know, if information is leaked out slowly through different like TV shows that are big, you know, but they're kind of so wild, like stranger things about Montauk and, you know, just kind of like that whole situation. I don't know. It just reminded me of that show. And I was like, if you guys haven't seen it, please watch it, but you both seen it. So that's what's up.
2: Um, (laughs) I mean, there's definitely like, you know, drop in truth bomb. Like, you know, people would call out a truth bomb or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, and, I don't know if I think they have a lot more control over what comes out in film and the yeah. media. And so like me, you know, th- th- there's a, the theory about like, you know, when you perform black magic or it's not a theory, it's like when you, when you're doing black magic, people have to be willing participants, you know what I mean? And uh, I think that's kind of like the truth bombs in a way where like, becoming willing participants and that's well, the ritual you know what i mean yeah. um have you seen uh have you seen dark shadows that movie with johnny depp based yeah. on the english show tv yeah show? i did see that. dude that 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 if, t- if you want to talk about truth truth drop truth bomb that's Tartaria a truth bomb hmm. all the way through
1: oh no I shit to look I'm at at a, out, a that. different light oh now, dude
2: man. oh dude it's i mean you're gonna think you're going to laugh the whole time when you watch it. Like he goes, you know, Johnny, uh, dark shadows with Johnny Depp. He's a vampire. and gets dug out of the ground, like after 400 years or some shit. And he's in America. I think he's in America or he ends up in America where at his family's like current estate, which is like a, a mansion, you know, like a early 20th century mansion. And one of the first thing he does is like, tells the people, his family members that there's like a oh, you you know like this is all, you guys don't know about all the shit underground you know the, all the floors underground you know there's like floors uh, and floors of riches and shit and like it's a the outside shots of that building is a real building like somewhere I want to say in Massachusetts or some, Rhode Island or some shit. Yeah, watch it, dude. Yeah, watch that again. You're gonna. So I
0: got them. one more question for you for <laughs> this hour, and then we can wrap up this one. Do you think that World War One and World War Two had anything to do with the cover up of Tartarian history in any sort of way?
2: Um. Well, I. I yes, I think. If anything, it was to fucking destroy evidence, you know what I mean? And or to steal evidence. I mean, there's tons and tons of shit you can find, you know, of the you know, not only the, the destruction of a you know I mean they destroy the land and steal all their shit, you know, and all the So do you think that's
0: maybe what the Nazis found was actually Tartarian stuff and that's how they were able to get a jump in the technology? at the time because they're the ones coming out with the the rockets and the, the UFOs. I forget what they called those UFOs, but they had a, a, some German name, a Hum humdinger thing or whatever. And uh, the bell. Yeah. And the bell. Those are all like new, new technology at the time. So you think maybe those were Tartarian influenced? For sure. I mean, they were at least, so yeah, the story,
2: this, um, do you know about uh, What's her name, Madame uh, The 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 lady from the Vril Society who like channeled The aliens to get all the plans For, for those <laughs> To make like the bell and, and um, all that shit
0: I know What you're talking about, yeah I can't remember her damn name right now Madame Blavatsky yeah, so so, I mean like
2: I, I don't think it was Blavatsky But she comes into this though, as well, in my opinion, it's some. I, I think it's some other chick. I could probably look it up, but like, she was channeling this fucking alien or whatever. If that's a story, you know. That's the 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 story you can look up. You know, who knows who the fuck she was channeling or if she channelled it. I think that's all just a cover story, anyways. They had the they found the technology. They had the technology, and it, what's really interesting is why no one's made a bell you know the bell sense like why or know, or, or, or or yeah <laughs> exactly exactly you know what i mean like okay this starts leading into like you know the world war Two is a false flag operation in the sense is it was planned it was a planned outcome from the get-go you know what i mean and either way and whatever happened like a majority of the scientists and philosophers and leaders of the Nazi party and science division, we all know they came over here and they freaking started NASA and they have infiltrated. I mean, just about every board of directors of every giant corporation, you're going to be able to trace back to some Nazi motherfucker. Yeah, Operation came over Paperclip. Here, you know what I mean? So, Yeah. So like that much for sure. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, as a true story, that's fucking terrible enough. You know what I mean? Like that for anyone to trust our government or to think our government has any of our best interest or that they fought that war, you know, that war is known as the great war. You know what I mean? Like these are, these are legends of our time, you know what I mean? And, um, we just, we just brought all of them over here and they've, uh just came in into our society and culture and you know like what a great war guys yeah fucking killer yeah let's defeat these evil motherfuckers I, and then I, bring I, them over here and let them fucking run all these companies that fucking our government control government subsidize and all this shit you know what i mean like cool great war thanks controllers once again Yeah, for fucking i have a sneaking
1: fucking- i was <laughs> yeah I, I have a sneaking suspicion it was probably predetermined also. Like I, I yeah, think, okay. so we were saying, uh, you know, was was the war used to like destroy a bunch of Tartarian documents? What we do know about war now is that when you look at the places that we're even striking missiles now, it's blowing up places in the Middle East that are old oh, libraries, old churches, all things like that. So I think that wars yeah. were f- like – I think that, yes, Hitler probably fucking had, they had the, the you know, Tesla's work, the, the ether energy, and they were getting deep into physics. Physics took a wash, war started happening, and they were like, okay, it's been almost a hundred years since the last mud flood. Maybe it's time to have another big wipe of civilization. Look again, another hundred years, and we're dealing with a different type of reset with chemicals to the people without having a war at all. It's basically all like psychically done to us through the fucking COVID and vaccination bullshit like that. And so it's, it's, it's. I don't even know what I was getting at with that, but like, you know what I mean? Like, well, I think,
2: I think that that leads to the theory that there is, was, has probably been multiple, multiple resets. You know what I mean? And there is a battle going on in these power, you know, yeah, the, the free brick, you know, there's people who want, want what the free brick free brickers have you know what i mean and you know they're probably a <laughs> the constant. you know they're a constant all of this shit is there is you know their wars fighting out you know we we you know we just slowly make it for fucking freedom one. or whatever you know and like dude have you ever seen in like uh all the palaces in iraq like uh saddam hussein's palaces and shit like dude, dude mad cartarian architecture over there fucking yeah insane and dude i mean they, they never show that shit they've never showed that shit over here on the news but those palaces were fucking insane clearly tartarian and, and i'm sure most of them were absolute blown to bits you know what i mean
1: mm-hmm. yeah
2: or yeah it's,
1: it's-
2: <laughs> and to back up on uh blavatsky she is known as like this tr- woman who traveled the earth, so the first Western woman in, in India and all this shit. And, um, you know, I th- I think, you know, that shit probably is true. But like, I think she was like her and uh, Aleister Crowley, like these, those type of people, they were on like fact finding missions. You know, they're like, okay, let's go and see you head fucking east and see what's there. And whatever is there, steal it, or can let us know, and we're gonna <laughs> we'll come and stomp the people out. You know what I mean? And so the you know their pilgrimages across you know all this shit, you know is just fact finding missions and finding maps and finding you know whatever erasing histories, wiping out survivors. Like I and um, you know I, I, what I really think they did that through all the way around the world until I think. America, North America, was probably the last ones conquered, I think.
0: Uh, so I got a few more questions for you before we end in, in this one, some quick ones. So Area 51, they've always talked about it being aliens and stuff. But if the Nazis did, uh, were able to have that technology, such as flying saucers and such, do you think that maybe that was a, a Nazi spacecraft that crashed in Roswell? and the cover up was to say that it was aliens, so that a way it wouldn't come back to the fact that it was nazis perhaps or have you ever even heard of that theory before or what do you think about that i think all ufo's
2: that we've that we've seen or have crashed or been witnessed are te- are, are like government tech from some country um in my opinion i think it's all tech I think uh, it's all, it's all, it's a psyop. I I don't really believe, I don't, I used to be fucking way into alien shit. I'm not anymore. (laughs) But if there are UFOs or aliens, I think they are from our realm. Like, you know, we we live on a gigantic flat fucking plane and, we're in our little realm surrounded in ice. Maybe they're the ones who flew over here stomped out the Tartarians. You know what I mean? That's what I like this community there. There is a lot of theories and, you know, we were going through it. We you were kind of going through them there. Like it's from what I've seen and at least people I've interacted with, it's a harmonious thing. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like there's the Jesus people. There's a, the mud flutters. There's the miners. There's a this, there's a that, there's a that, there's a whatever, like, We all kind of like still believe the same fucking thing. Yeah. I
0: I haven't actually heard about the minor Tartarians before, so I'm interested in going and checking out some videos about that. That sounds fun. You got a a, a
2: bushwhacking Tartaria with Berserker Bear. I think he changed it to just bushwhacking (laughs) Tartaria, but his name's Berserker Bear. He's the mining man. Him, um, the autodidactic, I think his name's Colin autodidactic channel yeah berserker uh berserker bear is a man for mining most of the fucking mining shit i mean all the all the mining threads that i got put on were from from his shit and he's super active he's in buffalo and he he barges around buffalo and film shit and adventures you know it's tight that that that's what's tight. so killer about about this too man is like this stuff is right here in front of us and from what I found, it's in just about every city across at least America, you know. And, and I've traveled a lot touring with bands for twenty five years, and I have pictures of crazy ass buildings all over the world too. You know, oh, what bet, I mean? like, bet,
1: yeah. yeah. Yo, I was actually about to say I'm uh I'm planning on coming to a show down in the city on the eighteenth of May. I think at the Warfield. If I mean oh, across shit. my. Cross my fingers that that shit's still happening, but they're a pretty sick band. Uh, they're called Chicano Batman. <laughs> There's like some like oh, I haven't heard of that. They're like surf psych, uh, kind of like you know they're from they're from SoCal. But uh, I'm trying to see any music at all right now, and so but what I was getting as I'm gonna be down in SF um, for that, that day of the sh- dude. Yes, I would love to see just some of the some of the. Buildings that you like you know and like I was like, Yo, show me how to start for it or something, bro. Oh, like dude,
2: fucking I'll I I'll take you to the fucking side of the world's fair, dude. We'll walk around but yeah. I mean this goes out to anyone. Hit me up. Start
1: doing uh, tours, dude. That'd be sick. I,
2: dude, I will. I do I mean I I don't even dude, I'll just I can just tell people where to go. Like fucking you know what I mean? And like they can do you know, like that's a, like a website or something. Yeah, this maps. Too, is, no, I mean, we can like Like the shit is fucking right there in front of us. We can walk and you can see shit everywhere. I'll either give anyone a tour or I'll tell you, hey, just go to the corner of the street and just walk around that whole neighborhood. This is where, you know, I'll tell you where to go. All day, any day. Like I actually live in Oakland, uh, which is across the bay. But I've I've worked in SF and, you know, gone to shows in SF for my entire life. You know, like I know the city. (laughs) I don't, I don't need a map. Give me the cross streets and I'll get there. And I still like every fucking day I see new shit. I'm like, oh, I got to I got to fucking come back to this. one. You know, I got I clock. It, you know, I'll write it down corner of Jackson de and put it in my database. Like every day, like I see new shit. Like we're like, for some reason SF did not get destroyed. It just got mud flooded. Like not that bad. And there is so much fucking killer shit to go look at, and there's so much shit I'm finding fucking every day. I'd love to show it, you, you guys, and anyone. That's what I'm trying to do with the the channel too. You know what I mean? I've never been compelled to like put my fucking crazy thoughts out there and into the world, but like just ha- just having San Francisco right there in front of me has just inspired me to show everyone that like this history ain't right. Yeah, and check out check out this shit that they say they they made. You know what I mean? like I could show you that shit all day, (laughs) and it's all mud. It's all mud flooded. It's all stairs leading up to a window that lead up to a door that used to be a window. You know what I mean? It's fucking wild. Um,
0: yeah, I'd love to show you around, dude. We'll meet up. Yeah, man hey uh, why don't you tell the people where they can find you at how to uh, if they can, what platforms you're on where to reach out to you and uh, the name of your YouTube channel once again
2: um YouTube channel is golden Gate start fork command and that's the instagram as well and uh nice yeah that's where you could reach us right now and we got one video up we made and i I put up a, a couple old films of the 1915 pan pacific world expo in san fo- san francisco and for, i got like seven more for, and some of them are just silent i'm gonna add some i gotta add some little music and shit but i'm gonna post be posting those up if 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 people are, are interested you know tartaria and want to see some firsthand shit like i'm de- that's that's where they can find it you know that's what i'm doing that's my shit that's my life now it's totally taking over
0: my fucking life <laughs> uh, all right man well Good. uh thank you for uh joining <laughs> but
2: i ain't mad about it i'm mad about it <laughs> uh, thanks,
0: anyway, thanks for yeah, joining so. us today
2: yeah no and thank you guys too man i love your, your show and i'm honored that you guys asked me to be on uh yeah thanks. and you're my first you're my first tartaria podcast <laughs> period so yeah yes, Fuck i'm stoked thank you <laughs> Hell yeah.